Good evening. Oh. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of High Top Sports. I'm in the studio with my main man, Steve and Chad. No spacesuit this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Steve, what's going on, big dog? Talk to me. How my are you feeling? My man, my man, how are you today? You know, we've been better. <laughs> we, I, we've, I, I can feel it. <laughs> we've we've been better. Uh, we've got uh, Justin Henderson in here, uh, our Kentucky fan that we were going at it with on Wednesday. And respect to you, Justin, for keeping your promise and being here. So you should be here running your mouth, as always, giving us the hoot and the hollering. Uh, look, I got nothing for you. <laughs> I got nothing for you. We we, we looked, we looked uh, uh, hideous. Normal guy, today's my birthday. Well, happy birthday, man. Uh, thanks for hopping on with us, hanging out with us on your birthday. Uh, boys and girls, we're going to have a little good show for you guys. We're going to go over the Kentucky versus Florida. Uh, we're dialed in. Okay, we're still locked and loaded here. We're going to have a good time. Fishing football, it's your birthday too? Uh, happy birthday, man. <laughs> you guys trolling? Oh gosh. Is everyone's birthday today? Everybody's uh, birthday today? We're going to do a new segment called Buy, Sell, and Hold. After each week, we're going to do a buy, sell, and hold of each team. Uh, the upsets, there was a ton of them this weekend. And the NFL picks. Obviously, NFL starts today. We're going to kind of feel out this show if it's better to do it early. I think earlier, right before 1 o'clock, is probably better off. But uh, this is our first week with the NFL correlating with college football. So we're kind of learning our way around the the, the field here. But uh, Chris Soley, what's going on, big dog? Um, how we doing? Um, how we, Daniel Riviera, what's going on, man? I'm sure you're here ready to rock and roll. Todd Ferguson, what's going on, man? How we doing? All right, let's let's just dive right into it. Um, I, last night was brutal, boys and girls. That was a rough one to watch. Um, I slept on it a little bit, had a lot of time to think about it. You guys have been in the comments. I've been getting a lot of a lot of flack. As I sh- I deserve every bit of it. I'm not I'm not gonna shy away from it. I ran my mouth. I talked a big game. Uh, Look, I was served a nice, warm, just gooey, fresh piece of humble pie last night okay and sometimes it's it's good to have a bite every now and then of that to kind of bring you back down to earth here's here's how i want to describe what happened over the last two weeks here okay we uh we found this girl okay we met this girl and she was phenomenal we had her on a blind date she was great she was hot everything was perfect right but with everything there comes baggage there comes a butt and we we chose to overlook the baggage we chose to overlook the butt and so what happened last night is we were crushed because we thought we were in a fairy tale. We had our we had our beer goggles on, as one would say, okay, and everything looked phenomenal. Well, guess what? We sobered up a little bit last night, and that tin we thought we brought home, boys and girls, wasn't quite a tin. <laughs> but with a little bit of work and patience, okay, we can turn things around. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not I'm not selling yet. I'm not selling yet. Uh, we're going to break down to Kentucky, Florida, and then go into kind of buy, sell, hold, where we're at with AR. I mean, Florida fans, we are ruthless. I, 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 I know bro. this. I, <laughs> bro, just so, I mean, it's just so temperamental. Like, I, it, it's unbelievable the, uh, the, the, the quickness in which things can, uh, can, can turn on just, on just one game. And it, it, I understand it. Like, he did not, AR did not have the best game. Um, but I'm not sure if I'm I'm taking that athlete off the field and calling for the backup quarterback at this point. I mean, I saw some things last night where it said we're we're we're, we're lucky that Miller is healthy and and ready to play because we're going to need him. And I was like, I, I I get the frustration. I I do I do, especially when you feel like you've got all the potential in the world uh, at the position, and then to see 
a little bit of flat play. Uh, so I, I, I get it, but my gosh, so, so, so temperamental quick, quick, quick to, to pull the, the kid off the field. Just give him the, the hook. But, yeah. Look, well. so I think there is a, there is a, a part to that. We're going to get into that in the buy, sell, hold yep. section of like, look, we can't just, you know, there has to be a point where, where is that decision made? I don't think we're even close to that yet. And we'll get into that, but I want to talk about the game for first off. I look, there's no disrespect to Kentucky. Kentucky fans were, were awesome. Uh, I talked a lot of smack at, at the game yesterday. We did some interviews. They were uh, very gracious in the, in the smack talking, had a good time, but I, I, I will say this. I don't think Kentucky looked great. If I'm a Kentucky fan, I'm not hooting and hollering either. Uh, and you could have said the same thing about Florida last week against Utah. So I'm not here. Like, this is not me knocking at Kentucky because you guys won. I'm not taking any – this is not me taking any blows. It's simply saying, like, look, I feel like Florida lost that game more than Kentucky won that game. And I think Florida looked way worse than Kentucky looked good. It's all that I'm getting at. Um, Florida Florida wasn't – I don't I mean, their, their defense was phenomenal. Uh, you talked about it on the way over when we were doing the precast is – 14 points were scored off of interceptions. It wasn't like Kentucky was really driving the ball until the end there where the defense was just exhausted. I'm not going to hold that last quarter to the fourth to the to the defense and pin that on them because those guys were prezonked. And I know Ventrell got hurt at the end there too. Uh we kind of just yeah, starting to get worn out, wear, worn down from not being able to stay on the field. I mean, how many three out three and outs we had? And I mean, and they were quick three and outs because we were just lining up five wide and just slinging it. And the ball, you know, I mean, time was being stopped and we're just resetting, do it over again versus running the ball, kind of wearing it down. We 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 completely j- changed game plans from last week, which was confusing to me. We went in last week very tamed, controlled. We uh, we kept AR in a comfortable position. We 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 allowed for him not to make many mistakes. And this week it was like that's go that's screw that. We're gonna send it. Let this kid fling it. I don't hate it. Maybe a game too soon, right? Maybe USF would have been the game for that. Maybe we should have went out there with the same game plan. As the week before, we do that. We do what we did week one. We we walk out with a W. We may may not have been on a Heisman high, right? But we walk out with a W nonetheless. I know that they were stacking the box. You could tell Kentucky was forcing them to throw, and that was part of it. I mean, you you force the guy to throw and he can't make a throw. That's going to be frustrating. I will say one thing: the press conference. People were looking for the press conference. I don't know what happened to it. It was really weird. I know that it's not on YouTube, but I found it on. I watched it on Facebook. I don't know why it's not the full thing isn't on YouTube. If someone else has seen it yet, I don't know what's going on. But I do want to say one thing. I loved how Billy carried himself. Uh, he blamed himself. That's all on me, accountability. And I think we could always learn a lot from Billy. I'm still bought in on the Billy camp. Um, he talked about how, look, as a teacher, when your kids fail, the first thing you do is say, what did I do wrong? What did I do to set, to, to set these guys up for failure? Uh, Anthony came in and said, this is all on me. One thing I did, wasn't a huge fan of was he talked about he missed a few open plays and lost all confidence. And you could tell that. I noticed that right away. We talked about it all night long. It's like he's not confident back there. Great that you noticed it. Great that you called it out. But you, you can't you can't allow that to, to take over. You know what I mean? I'm glad you acknowledge it and you're aware of it and you can you know see what's happening. But to just say, like, that's it and move on, like, that's not going to work. Um, so... For us to get freaked out and panic and say, "Hey, is the season over?" Um, it's that's a little too soon, in my opinion. Steve, what's your what's your take on the game, Big Dog? Look, I mean, it, it felt a lot like last year's game, where if you looked at the stats, if somebody were to just hand you the stat sheet and say who wins this football game, you would look at the overall stats and you would think that Florida was able to pull that game out. Granted, close, but you would think that they were able to pull that that game out. 
Um, and it just, it felt like, like to your point that Richardson had opportunities to make plays and because he was a little bit in his own head, had struggled to do it, especially in the second half. Um, and just kind of go, go back to your point about the first half and the second half and what, what the defense was dealing with. In the first quarter, you guys went five plays for 30 yards, but it only took a minute and a half, a minute and 39 off the off the clock. Uh, five plays, 42 yards, five plays, 34 yards. But these were like you're talking about five plays to get a score like you were keeping your defense out there like you, you, you take the score, but you're just keeping your defense out there to just soak up a lot of time. I mean, Kentucky. Kentucky had the ball for 34 minutes. So it's, it's not an in ter- terrible imbalance, but you just feel like you're you're putting your your defense out there a lot in the first half with some of these quick drives. And but again, you're getting three points, you're getting seven points, seven points. Just almost felt like, gosh, sustain a drive like five five plays in a field goal, five plays in a field goal, five plays in a touchdown. So your defense is just living on the field. Um, it just it almost felt like they insisted upon making Richardson a Dan Marino style quarterback last night. And to your point, I understand that Kentucky had a a plan for him, um, but he's still an athlete that can make plays with his feet. And it felt like they didn't run a lot of option read options, sweep options, just get him some, some space to, to make a play. They didn't feel like they did that. What they wanted to do is they wanted to use the wide receivers in the screen game uh, on the outside screen game to try to get, uh, you know, Kentucky to spread out a little bit and maybe use him up the middle. But even when he went up the middle, he was having a hard time making any real, uh, you know, progress on his feet. Um, but it just it, it, the more I watched the game, the more it looked like they were just trying to show everybody that he was a, a true traditional quarterback. Um, that could like, just kind of dissect you. Um, but in look, the guy's got an arm. I'm not saying he doesn't, but he's almost got too damn strong of an arm. He's, he's yeah, throwing, he's throwing 100 he's miles throwing, an hour every time. Yeah, on like a five yard in route or a five yard out route, which is fine. But I mean, these guys got to be able to catch that ball. And there were a couple of times I want to I say even Pearsall, uh, Zipperer. You know, these guys are are you know running good routes, finding holes in in the defense to give him a window, and it's just the ball's coming out so hot that either it's flat and, and Pearsall couldn't get to it. It came off of a fingertip, uh, and it turned into a fourth down, like right through the middle, um, yeah, right, right there in the fifty yard line. And then there was one to Zipperer where Zipperer wasn't more than I want to say eight yards off the line of scrimmage, kind of running a, a tight end flat. And uh, and he just he just threw the damn thing so hard and so low that that's when the the linebacker who made a hell of a play was able to get a hand on it and then bring it in. Yeah, but that's that's not a play that you throw that ball hot and flat. Get it over, we'll get dump. it up and over, and yeah. let him like, catch that ball with a little bit of a head start, we, and then we he can turn that tight end flat into you know a little bit of momentum there. So it's just it was a little bit weird to see that offensive philosophy. I'm not sure why they they really kind of laid in on he's got to be able to pass the ball. Yeah, we've got to keep in mind too. It's a third start. I think that's where the, the the game one was the worst thing that could have happened. It was the best thing that could have happened week one. But when you look at it back now, it's like look. The expectations for the season was for us to finish fourth and fifth, like six and six, seven and five, eight and four, right? That was, that was, that's been the prediction all year long. Florida fans, we always want higher expectations. We never want to settle. 
And I think that's the biggest factor, too. Everyone predicted Kentucky to go at 11-1. I mean, look, I don't think Kentucky looked like an 11-1 team. I think they have the potential to get to that point just because the team has been building. For us to sit here and just kind of say, like, Kentucky is a wash and it's done and over with, they've been grinding to get to this point. I mean, you got to you got to give credit when credit's due. I know as a Florida 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 fans, we we're not used to losing to Kentucky. It's not used to seeing Kentucky do well, and so that's where this whole disgrace thing comes from. And I think it's Gator fans like you got to we got to simmer down. I mean, guys are gonna teams are gonna get good eventually. Like they're not gonna just stand underneath the underneath the barrel forever. And Look, that's you got to give credit to Mark Stoops. Mark Stoops has done an amazing job. Grinding, with dude. The, with the, yeah, he's been doing a great job out there. And we even talked about that a little bit off the cast. And I, I want to say a little last week. Like the guy is a good coach. Um, he was a great defensive uh, coordinator for uh, for FSU uh, under Jimbo before he took that job. And you know he comes from a a, a history of. Of, of coaching legacy, right? So he's done a great job out there. He, he seems to make the best out of whatever team he has, regardless of the talent level, where the talent is, if he's stronger at quarterback, stronger at running back. The guy always has a great defensive scheme. So you got to look, Kentucky isn't, isn't a doormat of football, just like Wake Forest isn't a doormat of football anymore. These guys are good. They're just because of the name and the history tells you that they haven't been historically a blue blood of uh, a football doesn't mean that to your point these teams can't get good they go out they get good coaches they get a couple of players in positions and they learn how to use those positions to their best strengths and that's where kentucky's at right now if you look at their roster and you look at florida's roster you're going to look at two different comparable teams like they're just the, the, the talent level looks to be higher on the Florida side, sure. Kentucky played to their strengths last night, and yep. that's really the reason why they, they won the game. They won it in a grind. Yeah, they they, they were disciplined. They stayed kind of to themselves. They, they had a lot of dumb mistakes, but they just things never really got too out of control. Surprisingly, and they were able to, like you said, grind it out and get it done. So, um, it's look yeah, the to, season. To your this, point, like Will Levis on a on a quarterback ranking, you know, that goes zero to a hundred. I mean, he he only graded out at a forty, a forty point four. He wasn't anything in, incredible. But here's the thing: we have, to, we have to keep in mind is that it's a long season. It's far from over. If we're gonna chalk it up here, I mean, that's just that's that's ridiculous. The other thing too, I talked about earlier last week is like, look, here's where where I I I did a comparison to Tiger Woods on how Ty, why Tiger is the greatest of all time because Tiger not only was he great, but he remained number one for a decade. And when you're number one, a lot comes with that off the field. Off the course, right? Interviews, uh, commercial shoots, the publicity, the just the fame. And I said, what's going to happen this week is a lot of publicity, a lot of fame, a lot of interviews. How do they manage that, right? Where does this come into play? AR was walking around with T-ball all weekend. Look, I'm not saying that that's part of the game. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have done that. That's that's the life that we live. That's where you're at. If you can't handle that, if you can't manage that, you're not going to be great. There was 15 scouts there. A lot change from week one to week two and I don't know if anybody could have really managed that that complete swing going like even to Saban of how do you manage that pressure with somebody when you're not expecting this this entire flip here look we needed it I said this was going to be a, a task uh, at hand for 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 Billy and the boys of how do you go from the dog one week you know like nobody even thinks that you're worth a damn to Holy crap! You could be a top five ranked team after this week. Like that's where we were at. That's where we were we were headed in a matter of you know seven days. And that's 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 a lot of emotions. Trust me, I'm feel I'm feeling as a fan. 
we again we we go from not expecting to win week one to being like okay we're gonna be those dogs, like the expectations flip immediately from where now we've got to get settled in and kind of okay let's let's just go back to playing some football let's go get let's get, get these things figured out can't beat ourselves up we got it's it's done and over with let's learn from it let's figure it out let's go get a W let's go beat let's go beat USF let's go beat Tennessee and Tennessee and the season's back on track right I mean we we had to beat Georgia. From the beginning, if we if every the whole expectation is to go to the SEC championship, well, guess what? We have to go through Georgia. I think Georgia beats Kentucky anyways. We beat Georgia. We're right back in the conversation. Obviously, it's a long way away, but I I'm speaking to the Gator fans who who want to be great and want to be right back on on championship row from the get go, and that's who I'm talking to. If you're kind of on the other end where it's like, look, like I'm okay with this, then you're not freaking out about this game at all. You knew this was going to happen. It was inevitable that you were going to have the, the... Everyone has a bad game. Everyone has a bad day. This would look a little bit more worse than it, you know your typical bad day, but it's part of it. It happens. So I, I, I'm i okay with it. I'm frustrated. It sucks, but it, it is what it is. We move on and we uh, we pick up the pieces and keep it moving. Yeah, and that's going to be a big part of, of where you can measure uh, Billy as a team coach, right? We all know he can recruit. We all know that that he's got the ability to bring kids in and get them excited. Uh, but we talked about this Wednesday um, on on the on the Wednesday cast is uh, the greatest the, the best coaches out there are able to keep their team playing at a high level regardless of the level of talent that you're lining up against. And that's in NFL, that's in NCAA, but it's especially important in college football because you've got a bunch of kids there, right? And they can come in off this, this you know, high from beating, you know, Utah the way that that game went, which was exhilarating. Um, and you feel like you're on top of the world. You go from an unranked to 12 and like, you you know, your, your, your head gets a little bigger than the helmet was was made. Right. It's it's about the coach and how do you react the next week? And it felt like this was a little bit of, of a more flat. Uh, just attitude and approach to the game than I think what Florida fans would be hoping for now next week is, I think, another another tell like is Billy able to get these guys up for the USF game? Tennessee, they're going to be up for. They're going to be up for that game no matter what. Doesn't matter. Sure. USF, I think, will be a tell if he's able to keep these kids engaged and he's able to 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 get everybody you know back in in line with what needs to be done and keep it game by game by game. Then you know he he then that 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 jazz is there. Billy's got that. If, but if he struggles to keep these guys engaged and it's another flat, even if it's a, a win, but it's a flat win. You know, like it's not. You know, it's not exciting. It's like maybe 14 points and USF played horribly. You know, then you don't come away very confident, especially going into that Tennessee game. So the, I think the game next week is a bigger tell than what this one was. Now we have to see how he balances the good, the bad, yeah, look, and then where the, you We're going through the week. swing of emotions in, fir- in the first four weeks. I mean, yep. we're going. Billy is going through a gauntlet in his first four weeks as a head coach. This is basically AR's very first four starts as a quarterback. I mean, just an absolute gauntlet of teams, emotions, et cetera, all the above. But I want to talk about one other thing really quick here. We've been talking about NIL all preseason, and we haven't mentioned it since the season has started, but I want to go over it a little bit because of all the upsets that happened yesterday. Do we believe, the question is, is is the NIL having a way bigger effect than that we can see, uh, you know, just kind of on the surface, or we can't see on the surface, I guess, because before, when we were talking about this precast, the you have you had to grind, 
The only way you, you make it to a championship was by going undefeated. So you lose a game like this, yeah, your season was over. You knew that off the rip. More, for 90% of the time, you're like, it's, it's a wash. Who cares anymore? It's done with, right? So what does that do? That creates boys to men very quickly. You have to become gritty very quickly, right? Your head has to, you have to be dialed in at all times, ready to rock, emotionless. You have to have a short memory because you have, like, look, I, this is it. We got to keep moving. I don't care about that win last week. It doesn't matter, right? Because there wasn't an NIL evaluation. Your, your evaluation didn't go up. You didn't become more valuable week to week. None of that mattered. You were fighting for not only to, to go to a championship, but you were fighting for your career, fighting for your life, fighting for your value week over week, which you are now, but it you're actually getting paid week by week in a sense, which before it's like, they looked at you as a package, and that's what translated into the NFL being a, a contract or whatever it may be. And so now, with these guys getting paid off the rip without even doing anything, literally without even... I mean, think about it. AR, this is his third start. The guy's already cashing in a bag, right? Bryce, and, I, and I'm more so speaking to the, the A&Ms, the, the Bamas, the Notre Dames, right? Uh, uh, Bama, Bryce Young, I mean, those guys already got paid. Like, where's the pressure at anymore? There's obviously a new set of pressures, but with them now collecting that bag, you you lose that lack of development that you were gaining before because you're comfortable. You're not fighting from the ground up. When you when you're fighting with nothing to lose, it, that that dog comes in you when you're back to the corner. When you've got money in the pocket, it's easy for you to not get as upset during the game. So your care and want and that extra that next level that you have to find. You may not have to find anymore because it's like I'm just gonna go back to hang out with my my new car, my Beats, anyways. Like I I don't care. Um, and we talked about it early on, but now it's starting to come to fruition. We're starting to see it a little bit. I mean, how close a lot of these? I mean, App State upset, Marshall upset, it, Georgia Southern. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, look, so I, I see where you're coming from, and and don't get me wrong, I I do understand the the logic behind where the NIL could almost be this unseen evil in regards to the players and how they approach the game at this level. Two things. One, let's keep in mind that NFL players have a ton of money, but still play competitively, right? It's the coach's job to make them stay at a competitive level. Like, I don't care how much money you got. You cannot end up with your scholarship if you don't play well. Sure. You know, so so they, it's not a guarantee just because they're getting a little bit more money than they used to or a lot more money than they used to. They still have to go out there and they have to practice. And it's the coach's job to make sure these kids are engaged, regardless of whether or not you're driving a Ferrari. They're not, but they could be whatever. Um, but it doesn't matter what car you get in to go back to your dorm. It doesn't matter what car you get in to go back to your apartment, right? You got to keep these kids engaged. Now, look, a lot of these kids who are getting the NIL money are expecting to go to the next level. So just because they have money now doesn't mean that they have given up on the concept of making money. They just have a better platform to get themselves money at this time. Right. So that's that's one thing I don't it's the coach's job to keep these kids engaged. And the ones who are making the biggest money are already more than likely NFL talent anyway. Um, the second part of it is, look, these guys put pads on. They go to practice. The coaches see them. If they're loafing, if they're sucking, they're not going to play them. They don't care how much money they're making on the NIL. And if they're not playing well enough to get on the field, then they're not going to make the NIL money. They're not going to get it. 
And if, if anybody's ever put on a, a pair of pads and they've gone out there and you know that you've got a game in front of you, you've got another team who is going to try to do everything they can to win a game, you don't care what car you're getting into when you get off that field. What you care about on that field with the pads on, the helmets on, you care about winning the damn game. Like, you don't go to the sideline after a bad play and be like, ah, screw it. I got a, I got a sweet apartment, you know, anyway. Yeah, I'm not so, saying that to that extreme, but what I am saying right, is that, like, coming from, there's a point, there's a reason why that you can't drink to your 21 and now you can't smoke to your 21 because the, the whole argument is, you know, brain development. You have to be able to, that old to make that type of decision. But when you give an 18-year-old who hasn't really had to struggle at all, a bunch of money in cars... It, it makes an impact then versus an NFL getting money for the very first time after they've gone through four years of college and they've grinded. There's an appreciation factor there. That's what I'm saying. So I get what you're saying. It's like, well, there's no difference between the NFL and the college. Well, no, there's there's a four-year difference. There's a four-year of, of learning. And I promise you 18 to 21 is, is or 22 is a or is a massive difference of, yeah, of maturing. They give them resources to help them manage this stuff. They don't just go off the off the radar and just go spend all this money crazily like it's still it's still monitored and regulated there they didn't just get handed cash and like coaches are like well we'll see you in a couple of months we hope everything goes well like it's, it's, i think there's a little bit more involved with the the development and maybe even the way that they get this money we keep hearing about the overall number but we don't really know how they get the money or what frequency they get this money so it, i don't know I, I see where you're coming from though it's it, it is it is it making the the kids that used to grind for the win grind less because that's all they i'm saying yeah i mean it could be it could be like, like I mean, we'll talk about the upsets and just the, the the anarchy that was college football this weekend uh here in just a moment but i, I like where your head's at i mean it's 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 a logical thought it'd, it'd be interesting to see what the nil does long term i think right now we can look at it and be like maybe that's a thing but you know in two three four years when it's had time to to develop it, then maybe we'll have a better idea for sure uh let's go into our new segment here buy sell or hold okay so we're gonna do a player coach team whatever it may be and it's a stock evaluation are we buying Right? Are we selling? Is it time to move on? Are we holding? Because we're not quite sure where it's at. It just may need a couple of weeks to develop, and then we'll we'll decide then. So first things first, we're gonna go over is Coach Billy, buy, sell, or hold. Again, is it crazy to have this conversation this early on? Probably, but this is kind of where we're at in, in college football. This, this is Gator Nation. Um, I'm buying. I'm doubling down, doubling down on on, on Billy Napier. Again, I think it's a, it's no question. It could be an, it's an easy one. It seems like a shoe in of an answer. We're start throwing softballs here. Uh, I, I look. I think the way he managed himself after after the loss was phenomenal. The, this look, we had to expect this at some point in the season. Did we want it to happen in week two? Absolutely not. But when 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 did we want it to happen in Georgia? If it happened at Georgia, would the the impact be the same? Would the reaction be the same? If it happened in Tennessee at Tennessee, would it be the same? Would we learn from it as much? Probably not. So it was about it was it was it was bound to happen. Um, so I'm still I'm doubling down. I'm all in on 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 uh, Billy Steve. Yeah, I'm a I'm a buy. I'm with you on that. I'll, I'll Billy's doing so well um, with everything off the field, recruiting wise, uh, the fan base getting getting just the the energy level that he's bringing. Um, I'm definitely still buying that guy. I know he's coming off a loss, but I think that uh, the the long term of what Billy's going to bring to uh, to your university is is going to be bigger than what it is right now coming off a loss. I'm de I'll definitely buy on that. Okay. No, no, hold on. Am I buying like like number twelve 
Gators Billy or am I buying like what might be like the Monday? Well, look, when you're buying a stock, you're buying the future. All right, I'll take. So it. you're I'll buying buy. what you're buying what you're seeing now, what it could be. Um, okay, next one's gonna be AR. Where are we at? Are we buying, selling, and holding on? I'll let you go first on this one, Steve. I'm gonna hold on this one. I'm mm. gonna hold on AR. I, like I love his athletic ability. I don't get me wrong. When they put him in positions to win games with his with his true uh, strengths, I think they can win a bunch of games. Uh, if they don't, and they do what they did last night, and they take him out of his comfort zone, it doesn't look pretty, right? It's it just got a weird grind to it. Plus, I think this is his last year, uh, regardless uh, with uh, with Florida. So I don't know so? if he'll have like a lot of yeah. I think so. I mean, just based on his athletic ability, I think the NFL will come calling for him. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say hold on AR. Uh, just to see what happens with the next couple of games. We're game. We're game two. Game one could have been a loss. Let's not forget they were. They the, Utah was inside the ten when he threw that pick. That could have been zero and two. Don't get me wrong. Ar played great, and then Ar played average to below average, depending on your expectations. So I'm going to hold on him to see what happens. We've got uh, we've got USF, which I think he'll he'll certainly shine, um, and then Tennessee, which will which will tell us where really what what you guys have. Yeah, so here's, I, mean, I think you could go, I mean, you obviously go three different directions here, and I think no matter which way you go, there's going to be flack. You're going to get flack either way you go. That's just kind of where we're at at this point of the season because it's, it's early. How I look sure. at how I look at AR as a stock, if I had to compare him to an actual stock, it's very it's very vital or volatile. Um, with like volatile. A, like a, volatile. There it is. Like a, game, like, like a GameStop stock, right, where it's like it could go to the moon. Right or we could, we don't know. It's 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 it, it's very roller coastery type. And I've learned uh, from being in the GameStop world and the AMC world that there is a time to buy. You got to know when to buy, and you got to know when to hold, and you got to know when to sell. And the problem is you don't know when it is. You have zero clue. There is zero uh, t- way to tell when to go. But for now, I'm gonna have to go hold as well. And it's not a negative hold. It's a simply like I, I look we. I got to be able to, I have to have money to invest later on kind of mentality. And I want to buy. I really do. I want to buy early. Um, but it just, there's a, there's a few plays that, that make me concerned and why I'm holding. There, play calling was definitely a factor, but there was a few open plays that were, open passes that were missed that I feel like, look, that if he was hitting those passes and hitting a few things, I would be more on the buy side. But for those reasons, I have to be on hold because I felt like there was a lot of plays that, look, that fell on him, not just play calling in general. And I hear, I see a lot of you guys saying offensive coordinator is needed as well. And I think that might be a fact. I mean, we had, we hired 15,000 staff members, you know, where, where's the, uh, the love for an OC to, to be able to come in and manage that as well. But I'm going to be on hold for AR as well. What are we, who, who, who's, oh, Gators as a, as a whole. Right? Was our other one buy, sell, or yep. hold? Yep. The Gators team as a whole. Where are we? I'll go first on this one. I'm I'm buying. Right. I think Billy's leading the pack on this one. Even with AR at quarterback, with us having the hold there, I think I'm a I'm a hold but lean to buy. So I'm still buying. I'm still buying in on the Gators. Um, and, buy, and when I say buy, I'm I'm looking for look a nine and three, ten and two season, even an eight and five. Right? We scratch out at eighty five. I'm still going to be with on the buy side. Uh, so. I'm not. I'm not ready to quit on them just yet. And look, that could be a fan bias on that. But see, you'll give us your honest opinion here. So let's go ahead and rock and roll on that. Um, look, I'm gonna go with sell at this point. There, really? 
Yeah, hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. This is, and this is not a biased pick or anything like that. Right now, they're the number 12 team in the country until the new rankings come out. So right now, if I sell, I get I, I'm, I'm cashing out with the number 12 team in the country. They're going to drop. So that's an instant gratification. They still have Tennessee coming up. They still have Georgia. Texas A&M certainly looks like a much more winnable game now. But it's a gauntlet of, of difficult schedule here. So do I ever think that they're going to get back to the number 12 team in the country? I don't. I don't based on the schedule and what we saw last night. Um, I don't foresee... I don't foresee them getting back to 12. So if I'm going to have a buy, sell, or hold option right now, I'm going to sell because I don't see them getting back over number 12 uh, in the rankings before. Fair the enough. Year. Well, said, if you Steve. go eight and five or if you go eight and five, you're yeah, not, I think we look. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. I agree. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I, I, I'm looking more of a buy for us, but I doubt you're great. Great. Great job there. I like what you said. <laughs> like where you had that. All right. Buy, sell, hold. Who else do we have? All right, let's talk about uh, let's talk about some teams not in Florida. Let's talk. Let's let's go out. Uh, let's let's go out to Texas. What about the Texas Longhorns? So going after off of, what they did, uh, it was just just you know go, yesterday against uh, against uh, Alabama. Bama. What do you think? Going, uh, going off of what you just said, right? Like, okay, they're 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 like tw- they were on the outside looking. I think they were like twenty ninth. So, do I think they're going to be above twenty nine by the end of the year? Yes. So. I like your thoughts, your head there. So I'm buying. I'm buying all the way. I think Texas finishes in the top 25 without a shadow of a doubt. If now with Quinn Ewers being out, that concerns me a little bit. Ah, See, that's you, you know what? Ahead of yourself. You know what? I forgot that he's out. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold. I gotta <laughs> see what's up. I'm. I don't. I haven't heard anymore on Quinn how long he's out or you know what what's the deal with that. Four the, to six weeks. <sighs> Four to six weeks on a sprained, not a broken. That's brutal though. Sprains are sprains are finicky. Sprains are finicky. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on hold for those guys for now. Actually, because there's okay. just too much unknown with the the quarterback situation. And I feel like this is a, look. These are one of those that that game was one of those games where you either come off of thinking like, yo, we 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 went toe to toe with with the dog, like we're good, we can do this, or you're like how Florida was last year, right? You go toe to toe with a dog, and then the whole season kind of collapses because you're just excited, you know just exhausted from what happened. Sure. So I'm a hold. I'm a hold. Okay. I like that. I, I see where your head's at. Um, look, I'm going to buy. Right now, they are unranked. Um, they played that game for three and a half quarters without their starting quarterback, and it didn't really feel like their backup quarterback couldn't manage that team. Um, obviously, they lost, uh, but it didn't feel like the quarterback and, their, and the fact that they were they were going with their number two for most of the game was the reason that they lost it. Alabama just figured out a way to be Alabama and play play the football that they do. And when they have to grind out a win and win by one, they won by one. So I don't think that four to six weeks with the, the kid that we saw come in after Ewers, uh, what's his name, Card? Uh, uh, Hudson Card. He's a four-star recruit. Um, he's a sophomore, so he's been with the, the team for a year. Uh, I don't. I don't think that's it. It's not a drop off that's so significant that's going to cost Texas, you know, a ton of talent on the field. I think they're going to be able to get by. I'm going to. I'm going to buy because they'll get Ewers back. Their next games are UTSA, okay, uh, Texas Tech, who actually had an upset, Vatech, and then OK Oklahoma. So mm, I feel I'm like holding. I feel like the back, so good yeah. on my hold. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with bye. I think I think they pull off at least two of those um two of those games before they get Ewers back. Um, so I'm gonna buy. We'll see. Okay, and real quick, we got a super chat from Mister Nobody. Says AR has to embrace the mental aspect of the game. I agree. That was something that was frustrating to me. Again, I felt he even admitted to it, which that was of him not being mentally dialed in. So, uh, what else we got for buy, sell, and hold, Steve? What other? Let's do one more, and then we're gonna go to NFL before at one o'clock here. Let's do it. Uh, let's talk about Tennessee. Tennessee had a great game against uh, Pittsburgh. They uh, did a very, very hard-fought game. They did. What? And uh, what do you think on on Tennessee here? Yeah, as much as it kills me to say this, I'm buying. Yeah. I'm buying, especially after what Florida, how Florida looked. I feel like Tennessee has a pretty. Uh, they look good. They're they, they've been hungry. People been high on them and Kentucky. I mean that that's going to be a great game. Kentucky versus Tennessee, uh, Tennessee versus Georgia. I'm buying. I think Georgia. I think Tennessee has an opportunity here. I might be a little overhead ahead of myself, but uh, I would hold on Kentucky. I would buy on on Tennessee before I bought on Kentucky. Look, I'm not taking any shots here, at Kentucky. I know Kentucky fans are not holding back right now in the comments as they should not be, uh, but. I'm 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 buying on Tennessee for now. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. Gosh, Tennessee is just one of those teams where they always feel like they get to the good games, the big games, the Georgias. Uh, you know, the the LSU like the, like LSU is is like one that LSU is in shambles, but it feels like they could lose. Um, they are 24th right now. They'll move up after the the win. They've got Akron, Florida, LSU, Bama, some oddly, like oddly, UT Martin sprinkled in there in the middle of the year. Um, but they end with Mizzou, South Carolina, and Vandy. I'm going to buy, I think, at the end of, the, of all of that, even though they have to play Bama, Kentucky, Georgia, and then obviously oh, Florida. Maybe, uh, I, maybe uh, I misspoke. <laughs> I still think they'll be, I still think they'll be above. 24th ranked team at the end of the year because even if they drop two or those games three of those games sure i think they win the rest and i think a three loss tennessee with those three with three losses in that schedule isn't isn't a team that's outside of top 24 college so football is shambles right now I, it's, it is it's, amazingly but <laughs> just it's fun crazy. it's fun it's not fun when you're on the other side of it but it's fun to watch it's who knows what's going to happen? Pitt was supposed to be the Final Four, according to Desmond Howard. They're not going to be there. Uh, I don't know. I don't know anymore. I feel like everything that I know about college football and have been like you know it, it, learning for the past you know twenty plus years is it's, it means nothing because it's just I don't I don't know what to do anymore. Notre Dame's over zero and two. They can't win a they can't buy a win. It, it's it's insanity. But let's go into NFL picks really quick before we we've got are we buying or selling on Nebraska? We are we we are discontinuing that stock. <laughs> it's not it's not even a buy or sell situation. They are going to be taken off the market. Okay, they're going to yep. no longer be a publicly traded company. <laughs> That's where we're at with Nebraska. Uh, but let's get into. We have five six minutes for NFL get started, and then we're going to have a whole slew of uh you know things to talk about again in the coming weeks where uh, we're going to have a good time. We've got our fantasy football league starts today, Steve. I'm feeling pretty good about week one. Oh, uh, that's gosh. It's, I'm already, for, I'm already for our at 50 points behind, like 80 points behind. It's unbelievable. In, our, in ours? Think, uh, yeah. Who did the person have? Yeah, Cooper was, Cup? Uh, they had uh, Josh Allen and Diggs. Oh, no, Stevie. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, look, I mean, I'm, I'm 50. Great job by that guy. Yeah, right. Great job. Uh, real quick. So here's a pick em. So these pick are from a buddy of ours. This guy is a bit practically a guru. So our college picks, horrendous. 
These Rash. picks, I feel, I if I had to put money, I would I would put my bag on these guys. Okay, I would use my 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 top my my bookie code for high top. Get your double deposit today and 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 lock these bad boys in because this guy knows what he's doing. I want to bring him on, but he's kind of shy. So we're gonna work on it, work on this, and see if we can get him on here to even if he's just a voice, right? For now, we'll call him the uh, the Undertaker, just kind of this like mysterious creature that nobody knows what's going on, but he just kind of gets it done. Uh, so he has his picks. For the Jets, plus seven. So we're giving the Jets okay. seven. He's saying take the Jets on the plus seven. Okay. Ravens, Jets, under 44. He's going under on the 44. Okay. That's your extra. I feel pretty confident about that too. Browns, he's taking the Browns money line. That one's an interesting one against Carolina. I don't, this what? guy, he's taking the Browns money line. Colts minus seven against the Texans, I believe, right? Aren't the Colts playing the Texans? I believe they are. Uh, he's they taking are. the minus seven. Great pick. Colts Davey versus Texans. Making his start there. Yep. Colts versus Texans over 45 and a half. He's saying over. Take the over on your on your Colts versus Texans. Uh the Commanders. Minus two and a half. He's taking the Commanders against the Jags. The Redskins. <laughs> Easy, Steve. Um oh, Commanders. Geez. So I like I like that pick there. So minus two and a half. He's taking the Commanders. Patriots, Dolphins over 46. I think that's an absolute shoe in. I, I like that. I think Mac Jones is going to come flinging the ball. Tua is going to come flinging the ball. Like that pick a lot. Falcons Hunt out there in uh, in Miami now. Falcons five and a half. He's saying Falcons. Look, this guy. So here, this guy's done a lot of research. Obviously, there's been no games played, but from what he's he's telling me, he's like, look, a ton of research over the past three months on what I know, what I'm hearing. These are how he got these picks. So he's taking Falcons five and a half. Falcons. Mariota, huh? I guess so. Falcons. Saints. Falcons. Saints. Falcons over forty three. Another big one there. I could see that being with Jameis, Jameis flinging the ball a little bit with Mariota. I can see that. Eagles minus four. Again, another big one there against the Lions. I'm I'm high on the Lions, but obviously I'm I'm a more of an emotional picker. Uh, so we got Eagles minus four. Same. Go ahead and uh, we'll take that. Lions Eagles over forty eight and a half. That one's an interesting one, but I think the Lions are going to be be flinging the ball as well this afternoon as well as the Eagles. Uh, Steelers plus six. I like this one. I think Joey B and the boys get it done, but I could see it being a close one. I could see it being like a three-point, you know, game or even a six-point game, uh, two field goals. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's in Cincinnati too. And those two teams do not like each other. This isn't going to be a, uh, uh, a game where there's, you know, 20,000, 30,000 people. That'll be, that'll be a raucous environment. So I, I like the home field advantage that, uh, you don't hear about it a lot in the NFL, um, but I like the home field advantage that Cincinnati's getting there. So I'll take the I'll take the plus on that for all day. Okay. And then we have 49ers minus six and a half. Uh, apparently uh, Trey Lance is having some issues with uh, Jimmy G over there. Cardinals plus six and a half. Like that pick. Bucks Cowboys under 50 and a half. That one's strange to me, but this these are those games where you expect them to be over easily, and then they're not. So I can see where he's coming from. And then Broncos, Seahawks under 44 and a half. Totally agree with that. Those are the picks. We're going to come back. Uh, we'll come back on Wednesday, and we'll see how those go. We'll see how our, we'll also do our picks from the college weekend because that was a a, a nonsense uh, of, a, of a weekend for us as well, too. Shame, I, mean, we, shame, I don't think I got shame, a W. Shame. I think I think the only thing I won was Arkansas. Um, I don't I don't know what's going on. But, boys and girls, fantasy football starts in literally two minutes. Hopefully your, your, your lineup is in. I, I took out Josh Jacobs and put uh, El Claire in. I don't know. I'm over here. I'm over. I'm just, that's what we're doing here. I made a last minute tinker. 
hopefully it doesn't bite me in the butt. But I think uh, Josh Jacobs, I forgot who they're playing this week, but I, I wasn't I wasn't feeling too good about that. Um, uh, he uh, the the Chargers. The Chargers, yeah, I wasn't feeling good about the Josh Jacobs and the Chargers matchup. El Claire, I mean, hopefully I'll catch a few balls. It is a PPR league, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. But boys and girls, I, 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 I put Henry Ruggs in my starting lineup. I hear he's gonna he's gonna burn it up this week. Mm, that was good, Steve. That was good. That Thanks. was good. Well, boys and girls, it is a minute away from football getting started. The NFL. Thank you for hanging out with us before we got started. A little short cast. We, we'll try. We'll get. We'll get going live here again probably later this week. Definitely on Wednesday. Maybe we'll give you a surprise one in between. I uh, have some cool content coming out. Make sure you guys drop a like on today's video uh, for coming out. I've, I mean, we, we're we're on, we're on a hangover of you know sadness. So show us some love for coming out here and spending the, spending the hour for you guys. Um, be back here on Wednesday at 8.35 as we get prepared for USF, as we go over our pickums for college football, see how we did. Until um, next time, I'm Sheldon. And I'm Holly. Boogie to boogie, boogie to baby. Don't want to sleep in, cause I got something to prove. I gotta take what I hate and finally make a move. I think of you and all the shit you don't do. Well, I'ma make hella sure that I don't become you. I have no regrets.